Why do you think data-centric security really matters? Why is it important? I think it's really quite simple in many ways. Right? We've talked about this um, in the past, you and I, but unless the data itself is protected, mm. it's not protected. Okay? Right. And it doesn't mean that all of the defensive tools that are available out there are not very, very useful. There are some f fabulous, elegant tools that really do the job that they're supposed to do. They do guard the endpoints, but because there are so many, there is still an opportunity for you know, a, a, a serious malicious actor, somebody that is experienced. All they need is one entry point. Okay? And there are billions to try and protect. You should still try and protect those endpoints. Okay? They shouldn't be left open. But all of the defensive tools, they need the partnership of something that when that malicious actor gets in, because it, it is when, not if, mm -hmm. it's not even just when, it's multiple times, that there is not the fear that they will be able to use the data that they find. For instance, at Stash, um, the solution that we've devised uh, actually takes data and encrypts it, but then parses it up into something that we call digital confetti. Mm -hmm. And that data is spread to multiple locations, on cloud or off, wherever the client wants that data to be, mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. Right? And we store multiple copies of the data. So if a server farm goes down at Amazon, you can still capture it someplace else. There are a number of ways that the data can be um, parsed mm -hmm. according to a customer's wishes. We can store as few as three copies or as many as a dozen copies. Again, it depends on um, the market segment and their perception of risk, right? How, yeah. what, what, do they, what do they really want to do? Yeah. In order for a malicious actor to use that data, they would have to find every tiny piece. They'd have to put the pieces back together in the right order. They'd have to decrypt every single little piece. And then yes, and then yes, you'd be breached. The possibility of that with this kind of solution has been reduced to the smallest possibility ever. Right, yeah. Right? yeah. And so with that, mm. and with the defensive tools, because not only do you want to be keeping out the experts, you want to be keeping out people who are just going in to have some fun, right? Mm. They're trying to manipulate your data or, yeah. or, or destroy it or cause havoc within your system. Yeah. You want to keep them out. And they're actually easier to keep out than the experts, yeah. okay? Lots of times experts will be in, they'll be in your company, they'll be in your servers. I think that um, the, the discovery time frame is still about 280 days. And so that's hard. I mean, yeah. they've been siphoning data out. now. You know, the, uh, I think everybody knows about the Sony Studios story. And there are act Sony actually was breached three separate times, and each breach was huge. I mean, just huge. And if they had had any kind of data-centric security in place, not just Stash, there are other methods that are used, um, their losses would have been just mitigated to a very small degree. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. So what you're really talking about there is, is putting data at the heart of the, the, the security strategy around the data. Um, and then with Stash, obviously, we're talking about taking the data and then completely separating it into smaller pieces. So if any of the data does become compromised, it's useless. 
Yes, you know, and until until really quite recently, there was the idea that with all of the tools that are out there, endpoint, infrastructure, network, right, um, that there was a way to corral data. Mm -hmm. That's the best word that I can use. Mm -hmm. And to keep it safe with what is in essence a fence, okay, using a bunch of tools. It, it has become quite clear, right? You know, there, there have been 3,000 security companies that have been started in the last few years, and yet there have been 185 million plus recorded breaches, not the ones we don't even know about, because mm. some aren't reported, some people don't even know are happening, they're happening right now, mm. okay? One in 30 companies are being breached every day. Mm. Um, this is a this is really a big deal, and so something has to change. Mm. Something has to change, mm. and what that is, is almost thinking about things in reverse. Instead of starting with the corral, start with the data, mm. and then build the corral around that data. Couldn't agree more. So we've been speaking to um, see quite a few industry experts recently, um, and what you know, what, well, what we are led to believe, uh, not from the experts, but what we're led to believe is that there is a shortage of people in IT security today. But what the experts are telling us is that there is a gap in, an, uh, like a gap in knowledge or a kind of a skills gap. So there's not a problem with. The, the, the people, there's just a skills gap. I mean, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Things have moved along really, really fast in the last 10 to 15 years. Um, I can remember paying attention to, the, the first data breaches I can remember were in the early 90s, okay? Uh, and those were considered anomalies. Mm -hmm. And they were considered kind of the purview of the IT department, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, until pretty recently, maybe the last half a dozen years, the IT department in many companies, at least uh, SMBs and maybe either small and medium-sized enterprises as well, the IT department was the technology department. And so anything that had to do with data was thought to be the responsibility the and accountability of right. the IT department, right? right. Mm. The truth of the matter is, is that the IT department is there to make sure that these systems are up and running in the business, they stay up and running, all the latest software is uploaded, all the patches are done, et cetera, et cetera. The security function is something else altogether. And because things have been moving so fast, um, you've got people in the industry who have been you know, have made their career in the security business for decades. But because this hasn't been a thought until more recently with a lot of companies that they needed a whole separate division, if you will, mm -hmm. at least some people that can assess what the company needs and then pursue putting together a, a security stack that actually works. Yeah, I mean, there is a gap because it's come on us rather suddenly, mm -hmm. rather su suddenly. Yeah. And also, I don't think that... Um, or is, would you say like it's been it's been almost brought to the surface? So we're like, we need more people, we need more people. And it's like, no, actually, we need more education. We need a better understanding. Because I don't, th like you said, I don't think it's a, it's not an IT problem. It's the departmental. Everyone should be responsible for 
the uh, for the, the for the safety of the data and the, the security? Do you think? I think it's really so. I think that, um, and I think that's one of the challenges in both companies themselves, and also um, as an education factor of people who are in the technology business. Okay, mm -hmm. so in the companies themselves, I think that. Um, the companies that make the commitment to actually educate their people on, you know, don't click on that link in an email, mm -hmm. or this is what um, phishing looks like, or this is what malware looks like, mm -hmm. and actually goes through the, the bother, because it is a bother, mm -hmm. to do the exercises and to make sure that everybody in the company has the knowledge to help the security function along, those companies are head and shoulders above the companies that are just unfortunately burying their heads in the sand. And I can't blame them. It is, it's a big deal and a big responsibility. In terms of education, um, I think that because it has become apparent, to your point, it has risen to the surface, that you really do need the expertise of security executives in your company or barring that, third-party organizations that can come in, that can do penetration testing, that can tell you, you have holes here, 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 and this is what you need to do about them. That there are less people who have that knowledge than the demand is right now, and the demand is growing. So we've got a gap, but I do think because this market segment Cybersecurity is a very attractive place, right? And I, I think it's been said many times, if you go into cybersecurity, you'll have a job for life. I think that's probably so, <laughs> that more and people are paying attention to it.